Hello and welcome to the Fabulous by Design podcast. I'm your host, Evie. I am excited you are listening today. This show inspires and empowers you to take the next step towards a life you can't stop thinking about. I am bringing in people from all over the world with authentic and inspiring stories. People who changed their lives from good to better, from miserable to great, turned strategy into hope and became successful entrepreneurs and business owners, living their dream life on their own terms. Grab your favorite note-taking device, lean back and get inspired. I believe that everything you need to create the life of your dreams is already within you. I have the honor of speaking with Steph. Welcome to the Fabulous by Design podcast. Steph is the founder of the Starfish Social Club. I'm very much resonating with this name, but I saw it the first time, not knowing what it is all about. I like it, and I am excited to hear more about it in a moment. Hello, Steph. Thank you for being my guest. Would you like to introduce yourself to our audience? Yes, thank you for having me. I am Steph West, as you said, the founder of Starfish Social Club, which is a program that uh, supports neurodivergent kids. So kids who are autistic, ADHD, have learning disabilities, and I am a social coach. So I uh, run social groups for my neurodivergent students. I also do one-on-one support if I have students who uh, the time doesn't work for them when we have our groups, or maybe they just would like some more individual support. But everything I do is around social support for neurodivergent kids. I love that. And then the name, would you like to take us shortly through that? I mean, I was probably hooked on the starfish thing because I'm a diver. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love the water. Why starfish? Yeah, there's actually a kind of a well-known story called the starfish story. And it's about a girl who's on a beach and she notices that there are starfish stranded along the beach. And so she starts running up and down the beach and picking them up and throwing them back into the ocean. And a man comes along and he says, why are you wasting your time doing that? You can't save all of them. And she runs to the next one and throws it into the ocean and says, I just saved that one. So I don't want to imply that I'm saving anybody. But to me, it's it's the concept of just one person at a time, just Mm -hmm. being able to to support every one of my students as as they come in, just one person at a time being able to make a difference. I love that. Oh my God, what a wonderful story. I think I will remember it forever. You know, there are just those stories that stick sometimes, right? Yeah. How did you get into the type of work you are doing today? <laughs> um, it's all a very random journey. Um, I started working in special education, which was also a random journey. So I was a special education teacher, and then I became a specialist. I became an administrator in the school system, and I just recognized along the way that this is my special thing. This is what I do, and very few people that I've come across understand how to support kids socially. Uh, It's such an abstract thing. And so I just was able to recognize that most of the people I was working with did not have the understanding that I do when it comes to social. 
And one day I was at a workshop and people were talking about how they run social groups. And I just decided I can do that. And mm-hmm. so I did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was it was very random and spontaneous. I just decided that sounds like something I want to do. Um, and so it started as, as they say, a side hustle. Uh, it started as something I did in the evenings. I would leave my full-time job at school and go run groups. And then it just grew until it became my thing. This is, this is all I do now. Uh, but yeah, it started because I was at a conference and just decided I want to do that too. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. I I do feel some courage here. I do feel somebody being like you being very, very convinced of the work you are doing. But what I notice sometimes with other people, especially the people I'm working with, is that not everybody believes that easily in their plans, so to say, right? Mm-hmm. You said it was very random. You've been in a, in a conference and you found out that this is something you can teach and you would love teaching because you mm-hmm. saw you saw something missing. You saw that kids are not being supported in a social space. Was it really that easy as it sounds? No, I have zero business background. I <laughs> never would I have thought of starting my own business. That is not absolutely not the path that I ever saw my life going down. Mm -hmm. So none of it has been easy. What I will say is I love the fact that I'm so impulsive because it keeps me from overthinking things. So Mm -hmm. make a decision, move forward, make a decision, move forward. And it keeps me from overthinking things. It keeps me from getting caught up in anxiety the first several years of the business were really, really difficult. I I would say if somebody were to ask me if I would recommend doing what I do, I would say absolutely not. It was really <laughs> difficult. And then lockdown happened during COVID. My business was closed for several months. And I took that opportunity, mainly because I had to, to really start learning about business, to really start figuring out how do I turn this business from being something that's so difficult into being something that's fun and enjoyable? And so I joined a bunch of courses and took a lot of classes and did some coaching. And I really was able to turn it around. And I'm now on my eighth year. And it's it's so much easier and more enjoyable than it ever was in the beginning And I actually, now I also teach people how to do what I do because it took me years to actually figure out how to do it. And the last person that I I coached, she started her program over the summer and had more kids than I had in my first two years. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's kind of my second business now is I teach people how to do this because I don't want it to be so difficult like it was for me. And I don't want it to take so long like it did for me. So interestingly, I've gone from never thinking I would ever run a business to starting a business to now teaching people how to start a business like mine. It's been a really interesting journey. 
It is. And this is actually how it starts. It starts with a spark, as you say, uh -huh. and it starts with courage. And you said that you were, but now you are, you were not a business person. And later, like a split second later, you said you made a decision and you moved forward and you yes. came with this skill set of not overthinking, of making a decision, moving forward, making a decision, moving forward. And this is what you need as an entrepreneur. You don't yeah. need more. And I think this is what you came with very naturally that was within you. And you probably have discovered that and people might have, you know, you yourself, you're calling yourself impulsive and spontaneous. Mm -hmm. And I am as well. I truly am. And I am sometimes people even tell me that like my partner likes to say this as well. Like, uh, but you are so impulsive sometimes. And I used to perceive that as very negative. Yes. Because from, from my upbringing, everything, because I did start a lot and I didn't finish a lot mm -hmm. because I was just finding my way as a young child who was also not supported like I wished I would be supported, right? From my family, from school even. I mean, you probably know what I'm speaking about, Steph. And impulsive was very negative. However, mm. being impulsive is something you perceive positive. How can we be more impulsive and spontaneous? Do you have a you know, a trick or if somebody is struggling with a, neg with a negative term of being impulsive? Absolutely. I, I have ADHD. So that's mm -hmm. where my impulsivity comes from. And I am very grateful for that. I, what I believe... I do not believe there is such a thing as a bad decision or a wrong decision. I don't believe that's a, that's a thing. Mm -hmm. I think every decision has consequences and we just need to figure out which consequences we're willing to live with. So even a decision that seems, oh, this is a great decision. There's going to naturally be consequences. Maybe you're having to let something go to, you know, to take on this new decision. There's always consequences. So it's just a matter of which consequences do you feel like you're most willing to live with? So I don't, I don't believe in good or bad or right or wrong. That's kind of my philosophy in life in general. I like that. Yeah. Because of that, it doesn't matter what decision I make that, you know, so I, I also operate very heavily out of my intuition. I, I'm not mm -hmm. a very logical person. I make decisions based on how I feel about things. And so that's how I make decisions. I think about, okay, how would this make me feel? And then if I made a different decision, how would that make me feel? And then I think, okay, which way do I prefer to feel? <laughs> and then I go with it. And I think it keeps me from overanalyzing. It keeps me from second guessing myself. It keeps me from getting bogged down for months over which decision to make, just figure out how you want to feel and which decision do you think has the best ability to make you feel that way and then go with it. And I, you know, I made a big business decision about two months ago, not knowing how you, I don't know how it's going to turn out. And it didn't turn out as, as well as I was wanting it to, but it still has given me the feeling that I was looking for. It has given me that feeling. And it was not a logical decision at all. If I would have told anybody that I was doing it, they would have encouraged me not to. It was not a logical decision. 
It was 100% an emotional decision, but it was the best decision for me. And I'm the only person I, I also, I don't, I'm not a fan of advice because we can only give people advice based on our own perception and experiences, which is not their perception and experiences. And so I'm, I, I don't ask people for advice. I don't, I try not to give people advice. I try to just give and ask for information and then everybody can make their own decision. But you, you know, advice is always biased because we, Mm -hmm. our brains are biased. So think about what you want, which decision would be most likely to get you there and then make it and move forward. It's when we doubt and when we second guess that we confuse the universe, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, it's when you, when you're like, oh, I don't, and you go back and forth and you're second guessing and you're starting to get anxious and you're doubting the universe gets really confused and does not know how to help you. But when you make a decision and you move forward, the universe moves forward with you and it's behind you. And so yes. I've experienced that where I've second guessed and, oh my gosh, blah, blah, blah. and then, yeah, I've experienced the consequences of the universe being like, I don't know how to help you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't confuse yourself, but your entire surrounding and this jumping yes. back and forward. I was just yes. previously in a conversation and uh, made a call, like playing that game that we play. We start, we back up, we think about it, we back up. And yes. it goes back and forth and it shows up in different, on different levels in our lives. And it's, yeah, you literally confuse the universe. I like that. Yes. Pretty yeah. much resonates <laughs> with me. In terms of giving advice and teachings, I always think that whatever we set out for, that these business ideas, those life-changing ideas is, that come to us come for a reason. And it's within us. It doesn't come out of boredom. Nobody wakes up one day and be like, you know what? I'm feeling like quitting my day job. I'm going to start a business because it's that cool. There is always a mission behind it. There is always something that we feel that is much deeper connected to us. And as you say, that feeling is right. The only thing is that we, perhaps most of the people never learn to listen to these intuitions, as you say, right? And on the other hand, like, what kept me many, many years from doing what I'm doing and the way I'm doing it and speaking like having my own podcast in English where I'm not even a native speaker etc etc it goes so far is what might other people think about me right you just said you made a decision a business in, in your business that nobody would have advised you to yes. yet you made it it didn't turn out the way you wanted it yet it feels good so how do you deal with other people's opinions? And if somebody wants to give a, you know, non, uh, not asked advice, how do you deal with that? So that did happen when I made this decision. I had some of my clients, you know, that expressed their opinions about it. Mm-hmm. But my business has to work for me. I spent too many years building a business that worked for everybody else. And I was working 60 hours a week. I was trying to accommodate everybody else's schedules. I was trying to, you know, meet everybody else's needs and I lost myself. Mm -hmm. My business is not me. I am Steph and my business is my business and we are separate. And so I, I listen to 
other people's feedback. And if I get repetitive feedback, then I might need to pay attention to that, right? If I have multiple people telling me the same thing, I might need to listen to that. But I know that the decision that I made is what is in my best interest. I know that. And I also, this is a business. If it doesn't work out, it's not me. If if my business doesn't last, I am not a failure as a person. I can try something different, but I, I have already experienced being stuck in my business, being, you know, all of my time and energy going into my business. And I'm not willing to live like that anymore. And so regardless of what other people may think or feel about my choices, they are my choices. And I am going to make the choices that feel the best to me and that I feel move me toward where I'm trying to go. Mm-hmm. And again, everybody has their own perspective. So for some of my clients, they were really upset about the decision that I made. And I understand that, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to make it. Mm-hmm. I have nothing to do with other people's feelings, nothing. Other people's feelings are based on their own experiences and perceptions. I have nothing to do with that. So all I can control is the choices I make. Mm -hmm. I get that. Truly resonates with me. It's not an easy choice to make. I think you are eight years in business. And I think this is something you're telling us today or the wisdom you share with us, the experiences you share with us is a buildup of learnings, a buildup of experiences bad and good and I would love to know because sometimes we get meant advice like truly good advice or people share opinions with them with us that are truly meant and sometimes we get opinions and advice that is basically you know where people project their fears or their narratives on us yes how do you make the difference is there a way to make a difference I, one of the things that I've learned not to buy into is the concept of being too blank for blank. And you can fill in the blanks with whatever you want. You are Mm -hmm. never too old to start a business. You are never too young to start a business. You are never too old to travel. You, you're never too anything to blank. Um, And so I think that's where so much of the world's kind of insecurities come from is these, these abstract concepts of who should be doing what or how things should work. I also Mm -hmm. don't subscribe to anybody telling me how I should do anything. I am a unique person running a unique business. I actually don't know anybody else who does what I do. And so there is nobody else in a position to give me advice, in my opinion, because I don't know anybody else who does what I do, except for the person I've coached to do what I do. (laughs) That's that's the only other person that I know. And so I will listen to people's ideas and suggestions I will, you know, read information, I'll take classes, I'll I'll learn about things, but I will still make my own decisions and I will still trust myself 
to do what I feel is best for me. So there is nobody else who I do what they do in terms of how I run my business. There's nobody I follow where they say, you know, do this. And I'm like, oh, okay, I should do that. I don't operate that way. I mm-hmm. do. Social media is a great example. I am not big on social media. I actually just stopped posting to my business Instagram account because I felt like I, I'm not even on Instagram personally. I don't even have a personal Instagram account. So, and Instagram is not how my business is growing. So why am I doing that? So I stopped. Um, and, you know, the social media advice that you post every day. Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Um, you know, just different things like that, that it's it's the common advice, even in terms of selling tactics, strategies, right? There's certain verbiage. There's there's things that you're supposed to say and do. Absolutely not. I will say and do what is me. I'm not going to take somebody else's script. I'm not going to, you know, copy somebody else because I am not them. That's that's kind of how I I operate. I run my business. It is very clearly my business. It's not a cookie cutter business. Mm-hmm. Um and it's very unique and I am very unique and my students are very unique and that's how it works. <laughs> yeah, this also resonates with me because I think <laughs> you are my dream outcome of my client. When I said to my mentor first that I'm not going to use LinkedIn because I feel uncomfortable with this platform and I was just so differently than you so hooked on Instagram and Instagram resonates with me where mm-hmm. although there would not never follow a blueprint as such like I I think it's it, it, I, I just approach it in a way where it works for me mm-hmm. and where I feel comfortable with yeah and my mentor told me that he said like you know what you might feel now that you disappointed me because you're not following what I was teaching you, right? Because we've been through this LinkedIn stuff for a long time and it just didn't sit well with me. And he said, no, you are not. I actually love that you made your own decision. Because, Mm -hmm. And also my goal is, my absolute goal is to make those people, those independent people and to give them the tools that they can simply apply to any future project. But anybody else would be now shouting and like, no, you know, the customer journey where you have to take people through, don't teach them too much in that course because you're going to upsell another course and another mm-hmm. course and whatever it is. You just know, you know what? I'm going to give it all to you because I want this first investment people make into their business to pay off. And if not financially, because sometimes this is not always possible. Like if you start from zero with no community, with no network, it might take a bit longer. So I can't give this guarantee, but I can give you a guarantee that, you know, you get tools for life and you will be able to use them. You will become, you will find your unique voice. You will find out who you are and you will, you know, learn to operate. And I am thankful or I'm very grateful to hear that this kind of people already exist and that this uniqueness being brought to the world is just, you know, not something scary, but I want to normalize that. And I'm Mm -hmm. so happy to have you speak about this, that from day one, you've been doing it, where it took me five years and a big fail to learn that. 
And yeah, I, I would not say I've been doing it since day one, because I think my first three years, my first three years, I just had no idea what I was doing. And I, I didn't do any courses or any, I did nothing. I just was doing what I, you know, trying to make my way through. And then I think what I, what I do now, I still buy courses and programs and coaching, but I think I, let's say I'm, I'm thinking about having let's just use a social media example. So I'm thinking about, you know, how could I, you know, show up differently on social media? I may go through three or five different courses or programs, and then I'm going to take from each one what feels right to me. So I'm not, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to, you know, copy anybody's play by play. I'm not going to copy anybody's scripts, but I'm going to listen to maybe five different people who are experts in that area And I'm going to see which one of them do I resonate with, which strategy do I feel like feels good to me. And so I may end up doing things from three different people, but it's not going to look like any of them because I'm doing it the way that works for me. Yes. And we always have, we also like involve our own experiences Mm -hmm. in that and our own, like, I think nobody can really steal your own your your blueprint your human blueprint because there is always something that is unique about us it doesn't matter if it's like the you know the crooked nose on the pictures mm-hmm. or the gap between your teeth like if you now speak on it simply by look right you will never look like somebody else your voice will not sound like somebody else's like we have a completely different wording that we use in term like to express the same thing like our neighbor like our competitor like Right, but we will always use our unique voice, and I think the magic lies in that to find that. And I think this is where the ease comes. This is where we find joy, and I think you will agree with that. And you mentioned that you said you mentioned travel mm-hmm. earlier. <laughs> Let me ask you: Is this big decision you made recently? Has this something to do with travel? <laughs> Oh my goodness. So I am not a long-term planner. I have no idea what I'm going to be doing a year from now at any given moment in my life. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. And I really love that. I, um, we, I've never had a business plan. <laughs> I, I just don't, I I'm single. I, I just don't ever know what's going to show up in my life over the next year. And I, I call myself a fairy. Like I just kind of float around So I, in March of this year, I took my first trip out of North America, my first time in my life that I've left North America. And I went by myself, which wasn't completely the plan. It just became obvious that that's what it was going to be. So I went by myself and I was gone for a month and it was the best month of my life. I mean, it was just so fun. And when I came home, I actually kind of fell into a depression. And so it took me a few months, but then I, um, I've had a brick and mortar business from the very beginning in the city that I live in. And so this was in March in July, I just decided I don't want to live here anymore. I'm just tired of, I I'm just leaving And the only reason that I needed to stay here was my business, right? It's my only source of income. I'm single. Um, And so I just decided in July that I was turning it into an online business and I was leaving and no idea where I was going, just no idea. But I believe in taking action. I believe in, some people call it inspired action, right? Make a decision and move forward. So I put in the notice on my building lease that I, you know, at the end of, 
July, the building lease would be done. I sent an email to all of the families in my program and let them know that this was happening. At the end of August, I put in the notice on my the house that I'm leasing because my lease is up October 2nd. So I put in my notice there, no idea where I'm going, no idea what I'm doing. I made the transition to online. So I started my first online groups in mid-August. Uh, I did not have as many students as I was planning for, but I'm doing it anyways. And so I'm now six weeks into having an online business as opposed to a brick and mortar business. My lease is up in 10 days, I think. Um, I still don't know where I'm going, <laughs> um, but I have something in the works. There's just been some things holding it up. It should actually be finalized today. And then my plan is to move a week from today. And you know what? If this one thing that I, I'm expecting to happen doesn't happen, I will come up with a different plan. So I think I haven't told many people because most people freak out when I say something like that. I'm actually moving out of state. And so mm -hmm. most people freak out when I say, yeah, I'm moving in a week, um, but I'm not yet sure where I'm going. Um, but to me, I'm not worried at all. I'm not concerned. I'm not stressed. I'm not anxious because I just don't believe I don't allow myself to operate that way. I just don't allow it. So I made the decision to move my business online and I moved forward. I made the decision to move out of state and I moved forward. Um, and so this is what I'm saying. I think in the past, I had made a decision to move, small move, not even a big move. But mm -hmm. once I made the decision, I started freaking out and I took it back and, and then all kinds of things went haywire. And so I've just learned yeah, and it starts, yeah, start the game. Starts, yes, the, the universe was like, game, yeah. I can't mm -hmm. help you. <laughs> Sorry, Steph. Yeah. And so make a decision and move forward there. It is not the wrong decision. There's no such thing as the wrong decision. So yeah, a week from now I'm moving. I'm pretty sure it's to the place where I think I'm going. I'm pretty sure that's how that's all going to work out. And I'm super excited about it. I do already have a trip planned the week after I move in. I'm leaving on a road trip. And so I already have that planned. And I'm looking at, you know, lots of other trips because I now, yeah, I I even considered becoming a digital nomad. I do have the most precious kitty cat. And so that, yeah, she's my priority for sure. So we're not going to be nomadic because I need to make sure she's comfortable and taking she's care fine. Of. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I can it. do a lot of traveling and, you know, make mm -hmm. sure she's taken care of while I'm gone. So that was my long ramble okay. about that. But yes, this entire decision in my business was to free up my ability to not be where I am physically because I just was over living where I live. <laughs> and this is what I appreciate about my online business. It just allowed me to work and travel for eight months in Asia. My partner and me are planning on moving to the Caribbean soon. So I started my business in Greece and it goes like, you know, back and forth. But I just wanted to mention, I think you inspired me just now <laughs> to eventually start putting this podcast in a video format oh, because yeah. if people could see how you smiled while you were now you said rumbling about uh, the freedom you are creating for yourself if people could see those eyes you know if somebody is truly convinced and 
full of courage. I would have loved to show this right oh. now. So <laughs> <laughs> it's time to go on video, I would say. And dear listener, if you're just listening right now, remember, it's about making a decision and moving forward. If you are planning on or thinking about working with kids with social learning challenges and deficits, don't hesitate to reach out to Steph. I think she is a truly inspiring person. And if you are dealing with children as a parent or caretaker with uh, children with those challenges, you will find everything you need to connect with Steph in the show notes. I will put it all below. And also don't hesitate to share this episode with someone who needs to hear this. If somebody is there not taking actions and not making decisions, this is the right person to forward this episode to. <laughs> and before we round up, I would love to hear from you. What do people misunderstand the most about you, Steph? Oh, that's a great question. You know, what's really interesting. I don't struggle that much socially. Um, that's not one of the challenges that I have with my ADHD. And so it puts me in a great position to teach my kids because I do have ADHD, but I also understand the social part of it. Right. But mm -hmm. one thing I'm, I'm a very black and white to the point person. And so when I'm communicating with people, I just like what, let's get to the point. Let's, you know, let's knock this out. I'm not a, um, hey, how are you? How was your weekend? I that's just not the way that I function. Tell me what we're meeting about. Tell me what how I can help. Let's get to the point. And so I do have to put a lot of effort into making sure that I'm not perceived as cold or uncaring because that's not true mm -hmm. at all. I just know I'm a blunt person. And a few years ago, when I was working in a school, I had a coworker, we had the same job, but we um, each took on a different part of it. And so we were, our skill sets and our personalities were so different that it made us great partners because we were, we complemented each other. And I asked mm -hmm. her one day, I said, um, so we were administrators at administrators at a school. And I said, what are the, what do the teachers think about me? Like, what kind of reputation do I have? And she, without missing a beat said, uh, everybody thinks that you don't give a shit what they think about you. And I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's not true at all. But I don't let people's opinions of me influence how I live my life, I guess, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. But that's not true at all that I don't care what people think about me. I, but it was so interesting because ever since that conversation, that was probably seven years ago, um, I have that conversation in my brain because I don't want people to think that. I don't want people to think I don't care what they think about me. But at the same time, I'm I'm showing up how I show up. You know, I, mm -hmm. I am me. And even you were talking about putting this on video. I don't wear makeup. Like in my life, I don't wear makeup. And all of my podcast episodes go to YouTube as well. And there's me, no makeup on. Um, like sometimes I have gotten out of the shower and I just have my hair up in a bun. Like I just don't care about, like I'm going to show up the way that I show up. And never have I had anybody say anything about it. I've never had anybody be like, oh, you look like crap. I, I am here to talk about stuff. I'm not here to be pretty. 
And so that was a really long answer, but that's my thing is I think sometimes I can come across like, I don't care what other people think. And I do care what other people think. I just don't allow it to override my own intuition and my own ability to make decisions that are best for me. Yes, I get that. I understand that. I do understand that you don't want to be perceived as such, but I think this is just one way of dealing with being confident and there's nothing wrong with that, my opinion. Is there anything, a last thought you would like to share with us before we say goodbye for today? Uh, I, I Just to kind of recap everything that we've talked about, I, I am obviously a big believer in um, listening to you and what you think and how you feel and then figuring out what decisions are, are going to get you closer to that. And, and then once you make the decision, move forward, move, don't confuse the universe, <laughs> make that, make the decision and move forward. And I guarantee that everybody listening to this, everybody listening to this has something that they've been sitting on, um, whether it's starting a business, whether it's moving, whether it's, you know, leaving a relationship, whether it's having a baby, Everybody has something they've been sitting on. Make the choice that feels the best to you and move forward. Yes to this. Thank you for your encouraging words. You've been a truly inspiring guest. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you for having me. Hey, do you want to create fantastic reels with unique captions quickly? This script has saved me time and brought back the fun of creating reels. The writing, transcript editing and recording program automatically detects errors, arms and speech gaps and much more. I became an affiliate of this script because it eliminates the sucky part of reel and video editing and adds much value to my work as a coach and creator. You can try this script for free by clicking the link in the show notes and reach out to me if you need help with your first edits.